We make thousands of decisions throughout the course of our day, and by the end of it, the last thing we want to do is make even more choices about what to have for dinner. Say goodbye to last-minute grocery store runs, meal planning, and recipe stress when you sign up for Home Chef. Home Chef makes your nightly routine easier and more exciting with a wide selection of delicious meals that arrive at your doorstep in the form of fresh, perfectly pre-proportioned ingredients and an easy-to-follow recipe card. With 20 unique and flavorful chef-curated meal options available each week, Home Chef Chef ensures you and your taste buds will never get bored. Once you create your Home Chef account and set your meal preferences, you simply select your weekly menus and adjust your delivery dates. Skip weeks or pause whenever you need. Home Chef will recommend meals based on your selected preferences with plenty of menu options to fit any dietary needs. Looking to master the art of cooking? Check out their classic meal kit options complete with chef-written, step-by-step instructions. Don't have time in your busy schedule to cook? No problem. Have a hot, delicious meal on the table and a snack with quick solutions like their 15-minute recipes, microwave meals, and oven-ready options that save you time and effort in the kitchen. Plus, clean up is a breeze. Goodbye grocery shopping. For a limited time, go to homechef.com slash PC1 for $90 off your first month. That's a value of 10 free meals. Again, go to homechef.com slash PC1. That's PC and the number one for $90 off. Today in the Callahan Podcast, stop me if you've heard this one before. Trump was right. The media was wrong. Just yesterday, we found out Trump was right about hydroxychloroquine and Trump was right about Lafayette Park. No, they didn't tear gas peaceful protesters. The truth is coming out. The media is once again making stuff up. Uh, Hunter, speaking of the media, Good day for Hunter Biden. Lucky for Hunter Biden. We knew we heard about a scandal yesterday. The N word in all his text to his lawyer. Not a single mention of it in all the mainstream media outlets. That's the good news for Hunter. The bad news: uh, there's a stripper shortage in America. <laughs> they can't seem to find girls to come in and dance on the pole because they're making more, staying home on unemployment, just like lots of. Waitresses and bartenders and busboys. When, when the hell is the government going to give these poor restaurant owners, these bar owners a break? The pandemic is over. We saw it. You watch a hockey game, basketball game. The fans are done. There is no more pandemic. Why the hell are the coaches wearing masks? They're the only ones out there wearing masks. We will ask that question and more on today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Why do DC members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Colonnade, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. I just want to make this clear right off the start, guys. We have a new rule here. If you attack me, you're attacking podcasting or in general. All right, if you attack me, you're attacking, um, uh, if you attack Turtle Boy, you're attacking blogging. Not not personally, uh, Turtle Boy, but you're attacking blogging in general. If you attack Dave, 
you're attacking. I don't know what are you attacking. You're That's attacking, yeah. It's just a uh, personal uh, shot at me that I don't like personally. No, no, no. It's bigger than that. You can't just attack Dave Cullinane. Attacking Dave Cullinane is attacking happiness, production. friendliness, friendliness, positivity. <laughs> That's what I'm out of joy in the world. That's my I, mean, I, 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 I look forward to the day. I, re I really do. When, when Fauci's in the rearview mirror. I mean, it'll probably be like 30 years from now. He'll be like 110 years old, and he'll still be on MSNBC and CNN every day when they say, isn't it awful what they did to you, Dr. Fauci? They don't believe you. But it is amazing. The downfall of Fauci is so just dramatic. Yesterday, when he talked, he said, if you attack me, you're attacking science. It's the most arrogant thing when you think about it you could ever say. It's like Anybody, because he could be, Bernie Madoff could say, if you attack me, that means you're attacking investing in general. You're attacking financial advisors in general. I mean, we know he's lied over and over again. His lies have cost lives. There was a guy, a doctor on with Laura Ingram a couple nights ago, and he estimated that Dr. Fauci's lies have cost hundreds of millions, hundreds of thousands of lives. And now we know one concrete example the hydroxychloroquine, which Trump touted. And because Trump touted it, that means all the people on the other side, all the opposition had to say it's 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 a joke. It's effect, ineffective. It doesn't help. There's a whole list of TV doctors, you know, Sanjay Gupta and all the rest of them who said, no, he's lying. Hydrochloroquine does not work. Fauci said it. Now we find out it saves lives. We find out it actually works. Fauci was against a medication, a treatment, because tr Trump was for it. That's all. I mean, we know Fauci was a, a, a devoted uh, a fighter, advocate for Biden, for the any opposition to Trump. And in this case, uh, it cost lives. But here's the amazing thing. When you think about Fauci saying, if you attack me, it's if you're attacking science. Think of the things you, he's been attacked for, Turtle Boy. I mean, attacked for... You know, flip-flopping on masks. I don't know. Does that really cost a lot of lives? I don't know. School closings. Does that cost lives? It certainly sets kids back. But here's the big one. And again, I've said it before. This is the biggest scandal in all our lives, if it's true. And it certainly appears to be. Fauci's uh, outfit sent money to the lab that created the, this virus and unleashed it on the world. We paid for it. Yeah, that you seems to be a big one. <laughs> is that not bigger than any i don't think of a scandal that you've you've heard most of the scandals with trump are made up but just think of i don't i ran contra you know think of monica Lewinsky. think of a scandal that is anywhere close to this where the taxpayers of this country paid for the the research that that resulted in a virus that killed 600,000 Americans, three and a half million people worldwide. It is amazing how there's no like thirst for revenge and thirst for vengeance and thirst for like everybody, like 600,000 people died from this, right? They killed our economy. Our kids couldn't go to that's school. A, you would think there would be some sort of like bloodthirsty desire to be like, who the hell did this? And when are we getting revenge? And who's going to jail? Like, why are we, you, you know? A better question, Turtle. How about a little curiosity? And, and not only is there no curiosity, there's just the opposite. If Fauci did it, and we believe he did, we believe uh, it's something like $826,000 of your hard-earned money, Turtle Boy, of Dave Cullinan's hard-earned money was sent to this lab 
where they did this gain of function, this insane thing where you, where you, you, you strengthen the virus to make it kill people and it got out of the lab and it killed people. That's bad enough. Even worse, you find out we paid for it. And after we paid for it, our leading voice on this, on public health, lied over and over again, talking about bats and pangolins and natural uh, origins when he knew where it came from. That's So if you question that guy, that lying little gnome, you question him, you're questioning science. It's so insane. I know every day we talk about how corrupt the media is, and we'll get to the newest, the long list of things they did, the media did just overtly to get Biden elected. But think of the scandal we're talking about. And if we did have an honest media, what a big deal it was. They, If you talk about CNN or MSNBC or NBC, I'll bet you they spent more time on Trump getting two scoops of ice cream than they, or Trump doing, you know, whatever, some dumb photo op or Trump's golf game than they did on our leading public health official sending a check to Wuhan to help finance the research that led to a worldwide pandemic. There's nothing in my life, uh, nothing in your life, nothing in all our lives that compares to that. And yet they won't spend one minute, not one minute covering it. Does that not define the level of corruption in our media now? I mean, it's, it'd be funny if it weren't so serious, you'd be laughing at these clowns who don't want to touch this for fear that it might make Trump look good or Biden look bad. That's all they care about when they wake up in the morning. And go, or know. Fauci. They protect Fauci just as much as Biden. If they not sure Martin. do. There's a now you're at the focal point. What is your level of concern that we're going to discredit public health officials to the point of, you know, look at Russia. They actually have a good vaccine and none of their citizens will take it because they don't trust their own government. Right. It's very dangerous, Chuck, because a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Some that's that's just flat out false. That's just a flat out lie. We've seen in the uh, in the emails, you know, his flip flopping on masks or on uh, shutdowns or school closings or whatever, many, many, many things. We know, you know, he admitted that he was uh, lying about masks, obviously, to protect, to, to keep people from hoarding them, buying them. Uh, he went from no masks to two masks. And he's, he's still wearing a mask, by the way, in public sometimes, which is bizarre. But the idea that if you say, um, excuse me, did you send money to Wuhan, which is what Rand Paul will do, he'll roast him next time he gets to him. How is that an attack on science? It's just so bizarre and so insane that, and, and again, the media is going to cover for him. They could find, you know, a, 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 you know, a dead boy or a live girl in his bed, and it wouldn't matter. They would still say, you know, it's an attack on science. Talking about attacks on science, how about how YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, they all shut down. Remember that last year Trump produced that Nigerian lady doctor out of nowhere? And she was in like a video with like seven doctors on top oh, of yeah, her. Right, right, right. And it got censored. They were talking about hydrocloxic whatever there on right, that. Yeah. That was the thing they were talking about. And she was like, there is a cure. This hydro whatever. She's like, it, it treats coronavirus. And that was taken down for misinformation. And it turns out it's true. 
That's amazing. Think of that. They were out on the steps outside, right in front of a building. Yeah. And they did a press conference and they had their smocks on there. They, they're real medical doctors offering mm-hmm. their real uh, informed opinions. And you couldn't hear it. It's like when, when DeSantis did a round table and he had actual doctors talking about the masks, masks and lockdowns masks, and you couldn't see it. Big tech decided Google, Facebook, I believe this was uh, Facebook or YouTube, uh, just said, no, you can't see this. And once again, they were wrong. And uh, Trump was right. DeSantis was right. It is. You, you, you see one thing you see, you know, just how. How wrong you, you get to see just what a raven egomaniac Fauci is, but you also get to see how corrupt the media are. And you, you and I, and we were just talking about before we started recording is you can debate whether the election was uh, on the level, if there was fraud and, you know, did they leave the polls open in Milwaukee past the time or, you know, did they fall the, you know, count mail-in ballots that weren't correctly filled out all that. You can debate that. Well, actually you can't debate it. Yeah. I was going to say, what are you talking about? That's the argument. You can literally in in private, in private, you could debate it with a, with a liberal say, you know, this fraud, but did it really matter? You know what you can't debate is they, the big, big tech and big media went out of their way to rig it. And I think there's no doubt, Turtle Boy, that if they were honest, if there were an honest media, and it's never been worse than it is now, the election would have turned out differently. I mean, we all know about the Hunter Biden laptop thing. That See, they- the Hunter, the, that thing was not going to sway it. Nobody gives a shit about Hunter Biden. I've been saying this from day one, Jerry. But they do care about coronavirus, very much so. That was the biggest issue. And the, the media... Like, like you said, like going after the Dominion machines is a losing strategy. You can't right. prove that. I mean, you're not going to be able to prove that they overturned the election, whatever. But you can point out the fact, and I don't know if there's anything you could do about this, unfortunately. No. The media literally just lying and gaslighting you and making you believe that this is all Donald Trump's fault. Making it up. Like last year around this time, they had all – like. Trump had all the momentum because Black Lives Matter was doing us a favor by burning down every major American cities. <laughs> Polls were going in our direction. Things were looking up. And then you turn on CNN one day and it's headline story. Donald Trump tear gases peaceful protesters to hold Bible in front of church. And it turns out that was a lie. <laughs> and it's and every day. Uh, well, it seems like almost every day you have a list of things of of a new addition to things that people went nuts about the, the Russian bounties. You remember that it's, oh, it, yes, I think it's worse than the media getting things wrong. I, I think it's the media literally uh, going out of their way to come up with, you know, strategizing for a way to give Biden an issue uh, and say, here you go. And the best example of that is when the Atlantic magazine made up that story about Trump calling uh military guys who fought and died for the country losers and suckers i mean they just made it up everyone knows yeah, no, they have no sources they didn't no sources, they didn't sources. Yeah. but but the job was done they did their job they, they came up with a story they lied and handed it to biden and biden surrogates at cnn and msnbc and they all ran with it and literally in the debates biden is saying oh this guy called the military people losers he didn't everyone knows he didn't but it doesn't matter. Their job was to give some fodder, give some ammo to their guy, Joe Biden. And it worked. I mean, that's the real corruption. The real corruption 
as and you're right forget the voting machines just forget it get to this get to uh how the media just flat out lied about things and yesterday one day one day we had two glaring examples the hydroclox hydrochloroquine which you i mean it's on they have the receipts they have the media mocking him meet tv doctors mocking him saying it doesn't work and now eight ten months later we have uh, uh proof it works it saves lives but Fauci, Biden, company don't care about saving lives. They had to stop the orange man. Um, and the same day, as you point out, we find out at Lafayette Park, uh, he didn't order order protesters. By the way, protesters. This was an out-of-control riot. There was over 100 cops injured uh, by these, these Antifa scum. No, 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 Jared. The Boston Globe said 93% of these protests are peaceful because at that time, at that exact time, they weren't burning anything in that vicinity. Therefore, it's not a riot. However, if you are anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th, you are an insurrectionist, regardless That's of whether true. you went yeah. in Nancy Pelosi's office. If you were anywhere near it, you're, you're still in jail. I mean, I was just reading this morning about <laughs> Viking Man, five and a half months later, is still in jail, still in solitary. He didn't break anything. He didn't hit anybody. He didn't set anything on fire. He painted uh, his face. And, and he's, he's obviously mentally ill. That's like a good point. Get a guy who's clearly not all there and just locking him up like he's like some diabolical criminal. And uh, when did that become okay? Just say because you, he didn't even really support Trump. He's just a lunatic. He, yeah. he calls himself the QAnon shaman. He paints his face and wears horns and, and screams and yells. I mean, you're right. He's obviously unstable. How is he going to be like, what's he going to be like after, you know, six months in solitary? Forget it. But that's on the same day we find out hydroxychloroquine and we found out the Lafayette Park thing was a lie. Again, they have the receipts over and over again. The media said, uh, um, uh, the Trump ordered ordered the tear gassing of peaceful protesters for a photo op where he walked across the street and held up the Bible again. A lot. He had to do it all over again. Would you have gassed and pummeled protesters to clear the park so the president could have a photo op? Is on Washington, where peaceful protesters. We have to stress that peaceful protesters outside the White House were tear gassed and pushed away. So it appears that the president could have a photo op. And just yesterday, as Alex notes, we saw uh, protesters, peaceful protesters, pushed back so that President Trump could have that photo op in front of St. John's Episcopal Church. Up next, the president and his photo op. It turned out they were trying to clear the area so President Trump could get a photo opportunity. We could go on for four more minutes. <laughs> it's amazing. And they just made it up. This thing that happened before Trump did that photo op was much much worse than what happened on January 6th. Literally, 100 cops injured, sent to the hospital, fires set. They tried to burn down this historic church. I don't think anybody set any fires on January 6th. Uh, certainly not uh, Viking man. Uh, and, and, and the government, I don't, I don't know how many arrests there were at Lafayette Park, but I guarantee you, none of the culprits are still in jail. None of them spent a day in solitary confinement. Here's just a, a partial list, Turtle Boy. It's, it's amazing that this is uh, is not a bigger deal. But again, I have to come to grips. I have to just accept it. I mean, you you accept it better than I do, that they're, that they're liars, that they're corrupt, that they're just complete fake news in so many ways. I said that. I learned 
because when the Russian bounty story came out, people were tweeting at me, aren't you going to do this? And I said, no, because it's not true. And I did the same with the Atlantic, the Atlantic story. Everybody knew wasn't true. But quick, quick partial list of things they claimed in, uh, in, in helping, in their effort to help Biden and hurt Trump. They just made this stuff up. Trump gassed protesters for a photo op. Trump ignored Russian bounties on troops. Trump called soldiers suckers. The lab leak theory is a conspiracy. Uh, there will never be a vaccine by the end of the year. It is not safe to open schools. Hunter Biden's New York Post story is Russian disinformation. Uh, Trump told politicians in Georgia to, quote, find the fraud. DeSantis is evil and Cuomo is doing a great job. That's from Fauci. Uh, locking down for 15 days to slow the spread. This is uh, a list you made? This is a list no, you made? This, uh, a guy on Twitter, Greg Price, is really good on Twitter. He just right. made the I retweeted it, but this is the list he made. Russian hacked the election. Michael Kogan went to Prague. Five five people on both sides. Trump Jr. got the WikiLeaks dump in event. P-tape, Russian collusion. It never ends, and we still, or we don't, but people still believe what Jim Acosta or, or uh, Don Lemon or whatever, uh, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper are going to say tonight when we know they have lied over and over and over again in service of the Biden administration. You know, it, they're there. They have a purpose. It's not just, you know, to make stuff up. Their purpose is the most frustrating thing, Turtle Boy. It worked, you know, they won. Oh, very much so it worked. Well, just vote. Just get out the vote. Like I said, our message is better. People like it more. Law and order. I mean, that's a popular thing. They're so much better just getting people out. Like they they don't their message is vote. That's the only democratic message that has ever mattered. Vote, 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 vote. Vote early, vote often. That's what Boss Tweed said back in the Tammany all days. You don't it doesn't matter the issues. You just need any idiot to show up, give him something, get him to vote for your guy, tell him every you know, just in this case, it was tell everybody that uh, the sky is falling and coronavirus is Trump's fault. And even Black Lives Matter riots in the cities, they're Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault. And they made it seem that way. And they got everybody behind them who mattered. Every major corporation. Like, yeah, I, I, you turn on Nickelodeon now, Jerry. <laughs> and my kids are watching this. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, it's like this inspiring young girl from the projects who is, and I'm like, well, who is, please don't be Kamala Harris. Please don't. And it was Kamala Harris. Oh, I saw it. It's incredible. It's it, oh. and they kids are watching Paw Patrol and like they're getting brainwashed that Kamala Harris is something to aspire to be. It's I feel bad. For you. I feel bad for you guys. Your kids are going to, you are going to be fighting this force for evil for and their what, and childhood. What, the, did you see the blues clues episode about all the oh. different, it's my son's uh, favorite show too. It's like, and what do you, what as a parent, what are you supposed to do? Tell your kid, well, sorry, kids, we you can't watch your favorite show because daddy's boycotting. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Do what I did when my kids were have them watch the Three Stooges. Nothing wrong have with watch the Three Stooges. Yes, that's healthy. That's healthy. <laughs> See, I know you don't uh, think the Hunter Biden's a big deal, and we've argued about this. It's just not effective. It's not effective. Well, well, you, well, you'll never know because the story never came out, and it's not just about what a degenerate drug addict Hunter is. It's about his deals in Russia. I mean, uh, yeah, in uh, Russia and Ukraine and China. I mean, and kicking back to the big guy. I mean, Tony Bobulinski was never covered by anybody but Fox News and the New York Post. And he had receipts, man. He had meetings with Biden. You know, there's no question that Biden was aware, if not uh, benefiting 
from his son's deals, these phony deals he made selling influence, selling his access to his father overseas. So that's on the laptop and it's covered up and they don't cover anything else on the laptop because obviously they can't give it credibility. It's, it's a huge story when you think about what's on there. Now, this week, we find out from the Daily Mail that Hunter used the N-word. <laughs> I mean, a lot. And, and a lot. And with not with a like a buddy, you know, a drinking buddy. This is with his lawyer. <laughs> Dave read the, you know, his part yesterday when we did the conversation. But he used the a, N-word many the times. Lawyer, the lawyer's black. Is the lawyer black? No, the lawyer's not black. And the oh. lawyer's uncomfortable for two reasons. A, he's a lawyer. And B, he knows that this stuff may someday go public because he knows his client is a reckless drug addict and he was right. So the lawyer is very careful, but Hunter is not. He's probably uh, also getting $1,500 an hour. So he's like, I'm not going to correct this guy because he's an important client. No, We have the number. It's 825 an hour. Oh, that's yeah. it. Huh? They went yeah. cheap. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he says to him, you better not be charging the Hennessy rates. Right, the Hennessy rates. That, guess, that's the most racist thing he said. Right, that is racist. <laughs> and, but the lawyer says, did you just make, make that up? And he's like proud of himself. Yeah, go to the next line. He's like, yeah, I just made that up. He thinks it's so catchy. Oh, he's so funny. Hennessy rates. That's the other thing you learn when you see some of the text or hear from Hunter. He's a moron. He's Doesn't not, he refer to his schmenzer in like the third yes. person? He talk, yes, he talks about his penis, and he talks about how big his penis is, which, again, is... You don't, you he, don't talk about your penis size with your buddies <laughs> or lawyers? My lawyer? My lawyer. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, you should hear my accountant to me. Well, we really get into it. We talk about... <laughs> tells you all about how big his hog is, left and right. <laughs> Picture the conversations that Hunter and Chris Cuomo could have at the gym <laughs> doing squats. Uh, here's, <laughs> I've mocked you for a year for not knowing who Dr. Fauci is, Turtle Boy. Yeah, you're, you yeah. get defensive... But do you still want to say that you'd like to party with Hunter Biden? Would you? I mean, this guy. Oh creepy. yeah, I still. Would. I don't. I don't want to be in his unit. He's so creepy, and he's and he's a user, and he's a liar, and you could just tell. He'll stick you with the tab if you go out to a bar with him. Barry's a loser now. He's a total dweeb. He doesn't. No, but he doesn't he's like a, able to throw water bottles at professional athletes anymore. Yeah, like, I would never. I would never want to hang with Hunter Biden. He's Hunter scum. Biden is the kind of guy that like doesn't matter what time it is, two, three in the morning. He's always got a guy you can call. Oh my god! Oh, well, yes. oh you, you want an after party? We got an after party. Let me call up this guy. Yeah, but you call you know, Biden gives a shit about a stripper shortage. He makes. Yeah, we're gonna get to. Yeah. I was gonna get to that. In fact, that's in my notes saying bad news for Hunter. Bad week for Hunter, but I'll get to that. But here's what he would do. He'd say, I got to go. I got a guy. We'll call him at two in the morning. Yes. He says we can come over. Um, I, I forgot my wallet in the cut. Can you, can you front me? You know, we, we only need a couple hundred so we can get an eight, an eight ball. Yeah. And he would He's make you pay and then he would snort 90% of it. And then he would start <laughs> looking for Parmesan cheese on the rug. I, oh, I hate this guy. But here's the last thought on Hunter. Cause we're mainly focusing up on focusing on media Corruption. Um, Hunter Biden's use the N word. It's kind of a big deal. In fact, I think it was Breitbart had a list or Blaze, one of those sites that covered it, actually covered it. They have a list of 12 people who were canceled for doing exactly what Hunter Biden did, like Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen's a country guy. Uh, we talked about it months ago when he did this. He was drunk. It was like two in the morning. And one of his buddies was like leaving and he said, I'll see you later, N-word. You know, just trying to just I don't know, trying to be cool. And uh, a neighbor, I think, heard it or recorded it or whatever. And he got caught. 
using the n-word his life was over people canceled them record companies award shows he kept selling because uh his fans forgave him and realized he was just drunk and said something stupid he apologized over and over again i think he did whatever sensitivity training that's one there's a dozen examples including a 15 year old kid in tennessee was going to the university of tennessee to cheerlead and she used the n-word i think in a in a tweet or on facebook you know, just the the cool. Oh, there was a story in the New York Times about that. That was on page one of the yeah. New York Times. An anonymous um, child in in uh, Tennessee did this, and they wrecked her. They canceled her like years ago. Yeah, she got she, she was kicked off the cheer team, yeah, and she couldn't go to the university. Her dream. So the New York Times ruined the life of a kid who did exactly what the president's son, a guy the president calls the smartest person he knows. Here's the rundown. Yesterday, uh, Turtle Boy. Yesterday it was kind of a big story in, uh, you know, again, on New York Post and Fox News and talk radio um, and podcasting, kind of a big deal. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and NBC together. Zero mentions. Zero. Never mentioned it. Not even a passing mention because if they do, then they have to talk about what else is on the laptop, such as his dealings in China pictures of him with a uh, strange young maybe really young females doing cocaine off their bare asses i mean some real <laughs> and turtle boy wants to hang with that guy i know it would be f come on jerry you're that old would come you, on you, you wouldn't have a good time doing that would you let him babysit your daughter <laughs> no that's a different thing than partying with him come on Oh, I hate him. I wouldn't, let his, I wouldn't let his father babysit my daughter. Are you kidding me? No, no, any Biden, anywhere near any females under the age of 18. Especially if she just washed her hair and it smells so good. Oh, he loves that. Or she crossed her legs, something <laughs> like that. It would, there would be some weird comment. How old is your daughter? She's six. So she's getting into well, Biden territory. That's, that's, <laughs> I was going to say, it's a little, the girl he was ogling last week was eight. So, yeah. So and a couple more years, a couple more he's years. Seventy-eight, and she's eight, and he was talking about how, how how great it was that she crossed her legs like a mature woman or so. Oh God, was that the worst part about this, Jerry? Is that we is watching the media cover for like that's the most annoying is watching Brian Stelter tickle Jensaki's balls the other day and embarrassing. <laughs> like that is the most frustrating part about this. However, I think it's like. The sooner that we get Kamala in there, the better. Because Joe, for some reason, is likable to these people. And Kamala Harris is the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, I don't like Joe and you don't like him, but you're right. People don't hate him. Put it that way. Yeah. They and hate Kamala. They, and her stupid laugh. It's like the quicker we can get her in there, the better. And it seems like they are hellbent on keeping – Biden might last this whole term. I'm sorry. No, no. You don't think that? Uh, well, two things. There's nobody less likable. Nobody than Kamala. I pointed out yesterday. Liz Agreed. Warren. Liz Warren's more likable. I mean, That's nobody funny. less. She got no support. She got no. no votes. She didn't even make it to the primary. She didn't even make it to her home state. She was polling behind Liz Warren among black voters. She was rejected out of hand by voters, Democrat voters, black voters, women voters, California voters. She is the least popular person ever to be in the administration, to be ever vice president. She, and you could see why. Every time she talks, every time she laughs, she's the least popular and the least genuine. It's going to be a disaster, but it's going to happen, Turtle Boy. We should bet. Let's bet uh, 
uh, you know, I'll bet you a shake concrete. Well, how does, so tell me, tell me the circumstances. One of those fine turtle boy hats. Okay. You say he's going to last four years. I say he's not. Okay. Okay. So tell me the circumstance in which Biden leaves. Does he die? He, has, he doesn't die. He just has a physical uh, problem. He's ill. Mental Jerry, Woodrow Wilson, the last year of his presidency, didn't give a single press conference because he was sick. His wife did all his press. Edith Wilson, look it up. Did all the speaking for him. That's not a problem. They can hide Biden. Times, They're good times at it. have changed. I'm you're right. They will try. They that's how they get elected by hiding Biden. They will try, but you can only do so much. And if you want her to ascend to the throne, and that's the whole plan. The, you know the 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 real woke wing, the real radicals, Susan Rice, Obama. They want her to be president in 2024. Why not give her a head start, give her a year, and then she can run for re-election uh, in 2024? Either way, it's good for you know DeSantis or whoever runs against her in 2024. But I think we got a sense of who's, you know, the power behind the throne. We've been asking, you know, who's pulling the strings? Is it Obama? Is it, you know, Susan Rice? Is it Kamala? Yesterday, and this was amazing. This tweet, and Dave can put it up for you to see, um, and uh, our uh, YouTube uh, viewers to see. This tweet went out yesterday, sent out by Dr. Jill Biden, not by the campaign. This is by the first lady. And it is comical. She's sitting at Biden's desk, Joe Biden's desk on Air Force One. She's got a, uh, a binder full of stuff, a pen in her hand her glasses on looking very serious and studious. And she says, prepping for the G seven. This is not the president. This is his wife. Again, we ask every day. We'll continue to ask. What if that is Melania Trump? What if Jack, she actually, I Jackie mean, Kennedy is rolling in her grave, looking at that picture. Like, what are you doing? Who elected you to anything? Nobody. Think you know, obviously Melania Trump who speaks like six languages, she couldn't do this. People would mock the hell out of her. Imagine if that's Melania Trump, what Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon would do. Their heads would explode. But think of anyone else. I mean, not Hillary, obviously, but what about Laura Bush? What about Barbara Bush? They would be mocked, ridiculed, studying up for the G7. Her husband is not even in the picture. Like, that's, that's, cute. that's cute. Good job. Good job. Good job, good job. You know, just pat her on that. Good job. Okay, of course you are. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Of course you are. Good, good job. job. You ready? Because uh, you're going to have tea over here with the queen of whatever. You you know, the funny part is she wasn't really studied. Like that whole thing was staged. Obviously, okay, we're going to sit you here. This is all a production. This is not real. This is all put together. She wasn't really studying up for the G7 because she's not going to speak there. And I'm sure this has been prepared in advance. Like the meeting is not dependent on Jill Biden, you know, doing her homework before going there. Everything will be fine. That was all just a photo op stunt. For what purpose? Isn't everything, isn't that what everything is? I mean, it's comical. I mean, if you asked her, like, what is the G7? Would she know? I, mean, I I know she's a doctor. I know she's a doc a doctor so of I. Ed education and an expert on the community college system in Delaware. That's important when you go to the G seven. Very important. <laughs> I think that's top of the list. But uh, this is important because now a lot of people are out there looking for jobs or new jobs. I mean, some don't have jobs. Some want better jobs. I'm going to tell you, there's not many companies that treat their people better than shake concrete and what they're doing now, they're having a job fair. You know what? They're such a good company. Things are good. 
and they're, they're always hiring and they're going to hold a job fair and you get to go there and see if there's a place for you at Shea Concrete. The job fair is this Saturday, June 12th at their Amesbury facility, beautiful facility, easy to get to, plenty of room. I think there's parking, although I don't know how many people are going to show up, but it's uh, 8 a.m. to noon. This is a 70-year-old family business with over 30 available positions in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, June 12th, this Saturday, 8 to noon. Just show up, see if they got a position for you. They're always hiring, and they treat their people right. Uh, I've, sent, I've, I've recommended it to so many people. Say, you're looking for a job, check out Shea Concrete. Stop in and visit and see if they got something for you. And let me tell you, one of the things you'll be doing if you uh, are in the plant, you'll be making – the uh, precast concrete steps. And as I've told you before, she has a huge selection of their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase, she has great values with designs for any home available in concrete, or you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You get to sit inside on a hot day and crank the AC and let them do the work. Let them go out there and sweat and upgrade your home. As soon as they're done, your home looks better and it's worth more. It's an investment. It's a smart move. Learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com or just go there. Go there Saturday, 8 to noon, and see if there's a job for you at Shea Concrete. Let's get to the other tragic news for Hunter Biden this week. And I said this yesterday, Turtle Boy, to Dave. I'm going... I know he's a degenerate and he's a deviant and he's a drug is drug addled, but how do you sleep at night knowing that there's a lot more stuff on this laptop and it's coming out and in dribs and drabs and tomorrow there might be a picture of him naked with the world gets to see his, you know, with a crack pipe and cocaine and you probably like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, although there's a couple of pictures where he's kind of fat and he just looks like a total slob. I mean, that's going to keep coming out. The rest of, you know, this, I don't know, the rest of his life, they may start be releasing this stuff. But that was tough when it came out and we learned he used the N-word because here's, here's my idea. Quick, quick idea for you. Tell me what you think. Okay. I'm Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump, and I want to prove a point. I see this, this uh, fact that all the networks, they and the New York Times, Washington Post, all the, uh, you know, never Trumpers, all the anti-Trump, all the Biden uh, acolytes out there, don't even mention the Hunter Biden. Don't mention it. Don't spend one second on it. I told Dave this yesterday. I said I'd flip on CNN last two nights ago to see if Don Lemon would touch it. And because uh, he's been known to do that. He's been known to touch it. And oh, he's the, been known to touch it. All right. Ask Go the ahead. bartender on Long Island. Um, <laughs> and he has a he has a Capitol Hill police officer on almost you know five and a half months after the insurrection and he's talking about how he's still struggling mentally and emotionally he's like a 35 year old fit looking guy saying i'm still in therapy and you know i'm struggling and talking about the ps pstd ptsd of a capitol hill cop no mention of hunter but uh uh and and apparently all the next day they just kept talking about the insurrection no mention of hunter but here's the real tough news for Hunter it, on top of that. This was uh, reported by uh, Outkick. Outkick, there's a stripper shortage. You know, there's a... Makes no sense. 
<laughs> right, I'll let you tell the story, but this makes no sense. There's a stripper shortage in the country. We know there's a shortage of fast food workers. There are, you know, McDonald's that are closing and Wendy's that are closing. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, why do you think there shouldn't be a stripper shortage because they're working under the table? Why do you think that they would? Strippers make good money, and most of it is from tips. When they go, they don't get paid an hourly wage. They make hundreds of dollars doing lap dance. I've heard doing lap dances and other various things behind the scenes. That's how they make their money. Yeah, the McDonald's person's getting eight dollars an hour, so it's cheaper for them to sit home and collect unemployment. I get why there would be a shortage of workers at McDonald's. I don't get why there would be a shortage of strippers. People want to use their hands again. It's been a while, and they're willing to pay for it. There's no industry that could thrive more right now than the stripping industry. They well, I don't know about that. I, mean, I don't know about that. That's a major disruption digitally. I don't know how many OnlyFans accounts you're subscribed to personally, but me, every time I see a new one announced, I subscribe to a new OnlyFans. So oh, yeah, the, internet, the internet is having an impact. You know, the, the, you know, there's like pornographic websites where you can go for free, right? Why do you do OnlyFans? I don't understand right. why anyone free, does that. You can see women naked for free? Yes, yeah, there's, there's a few, there's a few websites like that. Wait till your son is like 11 years old. You'll find out when he's on YouPorn. Oh, they got it. They got it easy. I'm telling you. Threesome. It's, it's kind of unfair. Here's, here's the, um, this guy's name is Michael Durham. He's the regional director for Deja, Deja Vu Showgirls in Nashville. There's a problem throughout the entire industry. The demand for adult entertainment is greater then the, the clubs are equipped to deal with after being shuttered for the better part of 2020. And the manager of Larry Flint's Hustler Club in New Orleans says they can't get girls back and they're offering $1,000 signing bonuses to just pull a few sh shifts. They're only open now Thursday to Saturday. That's a problem because they don't have enough strippers in New Orleans. And um, that's got to be fake news. Like, how can it, that be? Says, the Larry Flint Club says they need 65 pole vixens. That's what they call them, pole vixens, to return if they want to open seven days a week. They only have 15. They're way short wow. on the number in uh, in New Orleans. And you're right. When you think about it, I guess they can't admit this, but can't they work for cash and still collect that? You know that Biden. Well, they do, but th they can admit that like most of the money is made doing lap dances in the back room. You don't even have to do anything scandalous with that. They make twenty dollars. You're a supposed song. to declare it. Well, you know, of course, of course, but you can. The like, there's no way they could be making more on unemployment. There's no way. How could well, they be they, making more on unemployment? Well, you know, think about it. Maybe you don't like having guys like perverts like you or like Dave. Right. You know, I'm leering at them and touching them and they just want to stay home and make their 800 a week until it runs out. Then they'll go back to the pole. It, uh, you These saw women, that. Trust me. They have no soul. They don't mind that Jerry. They like it. They like the attention and they're like 800 a week. They'd be like, that's, I can make that in on one Wednesday afternoon shift. Uh, there's a lot of people, as you know, who've gotten comfortable on, on welfare. And that's the goal of the, you know, Biden and, is to destroy the economy or at least destroy small business. We've seen it in Massachusetts with Charlie Baker, who refuses to end the unemployment and refuses to allow all the small businesses to get their people back. He destroyed thousands of restaurants in Massachusetts already. Apparently, he's determined to destroy everything but Applebee's and, and you know, uh, in the Cheesecake Factory, he wants to ruin it. Restaurants, can you imagine? Ask being a restaurant and asking people to come wash dishes 
when they could stay home and make 800 bucks or bus tables. There's no way you're going to get people back until you end that perk. And it's killing, you know, the economy. I mean, and, and people like Liz Warren say, oh, good. That means you have to pay them more. Well, that means they have to pay more, but they're going to charge more or they're going to go out of business. It's it's insanity, but we're used to that, you know. But anyway, uh, all right, Turtle Boy's got to gotta move. And uh, we didn't even get time to tell him what a good job he did this week. I'm, I know every time I do that, you tell me I'm kissing his ass. You kiss his ass. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm not good. I want to see more data on the stripping industry as a whole. Yeah. I think we're just in a disruption time period. It's like it's like Amazon coming and eating the lunch of all these retail stores. I just think the, the Internet has taken over. Strip clubs are awkward as hell. They're just not. I don't even know. Well, I mean, I think they're part of the experience if you go to make a road trip to New Orleans. I mean, I think that's the last time I've been in a strip joint. Was uh, you can't? I mean, you can't miss them on Bourbon Street. Know, it's years, years ago, when uh, you know the Patriots were in the Super Bowl and all the Boston media were there. And you were hanging out at a strip club in New Orleans with the boss. Like all the Boston media guys were in the same strip club. Not all, but there were some for sure, for sure. And there were players, athletes. I remember sitting with Fred McGriff. Do you remember Fred McGriff? Yes. I had done a story on him for Sports Illustrated and the hit dog. And he was a great guy. He was a great guy. He's like, and he was sitting by himself. And I was with, uh, I shouldn't even tell you who I was with, but I was with some other Boston media people. And McGriff's like, yeah, pull up a chair. And we sat with Fred McGriff. And you can't really talk because the music's cranking and the strippers are everywhere. It's Rick's, Rick's Cabaret, the most famous. Rick's is the one. Rick's is the go-to in, in New Orleans. It's the classy joint. The other ones are trash. The the Flint one was trash. And and you remember Scott Erickson, the pitcher for the yep. Orioles? He yep. ended up marrying Lisa Guerrero. And I never... He was always kind of a jerk in the clubhouse. I could tell you exactly what he was doing. He was he's he was drunk and he was hanging out outside Rick's, waiting for somebody to pay his cover. The cover's like twenty bucks. This is true. So I go there with this other Boston media person, and you got to pay. I guess you know that's a lot, and you know even today. But it was a lot then. And he says, "Oh, I, I left my wallet. Or I lost my wallet. Can you guys front me?" And I'm. Uh, and, and, and I'll get the first round of drinks uh, with my credit card when we get in. And I'm like, this guy's full of it. But my friend is a nice guy, nicer guy than I. says, sure, go ahead. And he gives the guy to bouncer 20 in front the doorman. Scott Erickson gets in and immediately <laughs> takes off. He, he was just, he's such a piece of crap. A great moment. And um, I, I'll never forget it. You know why? Not only because he's such a weasel move, but he was bought a hot dog off a vendor off the street and he ate it and the mustard was still on his nose. And he was standing outside Rick's trying to get someone to pay his way in with mustard on his nose. And he just stood there and we paid or I didn't pay. My friend did. And I'm like, he's, you know, guys. And my friend is like, don't worry about it. You know, it's you know, he's not, no big deal. But he did that just to get someone to pay his, his cover. And the guy was making millions, but that's the kind of, you know, scumbag he was. He was a really bad guy. The only thing I remember, and I and that was probably the last time I was in a strip club. Is it universal that strip club ATM fees are just absolutely through the roof? <laughs> or is that just at Rick's? Because it got the I, best of me. I'll tell you. I that. would never. I'm afraid of, uh, you know, like rip off ATMs, you know, like mysterious ATMs. I won't go to them. I won't go to them. I just won't. I, I'm 
I think they're going to just steal everything from me. I'm going to steal all my money. I will make one statement. I will make one statement on this. I've been in New Orleans a bunch. There's only one reason to go to New Orleans, and it's Mardi Gras. Enjoy yourself. If you go at other times for Bourbon Street, you're a dummy. I'm sorry. Just go. Super Super Bowl is very similar. The Super Bowl is insanity. Yeah, I have had good. I've had a good time there, but I always say this: like, my wife is not a big, you know, big drinker, and she doesn't like it when everyone's so drunk they're falling down, throwing up. That's New Orleans. It's like one big frat party. Yep. When you get home from New Orleans and unpack, you feel like burning your clothes because they smell. And I mean, everyone smells like booze and cigarettes. Hotel lobbies have like free hurricane mix. Right. It's so decadent. You walk out in the morning, you say you go out for a jog and they're selling hurricanes at like 9 a.m. And people are drinking them. Yep. And it's insanity. If you really want to just do that, relive your college days at big, crazy frat parties. That's what it's like. How people can live there, I guess you don't live right in the city, but how can people can live there and go there often is beyond me because it's nuts. Yeah, Mardi Absolutely. Gras is great. Go to, you gotta experience, if you haven't experienced Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is the best. And, um, and um, right now probably is not the time to go because they're running out of strippers. You yeah. know, And you know what else? I can't imagine how all those restaurants, there's hundreds and they're good, but how do you get people to do the the menial tasks, the bus, the busing and the dishwashing and the and the you know waitressing and bar, uh, bartending when they can make more not going to work as as uh, Lindsey Graham made the case yesterday in a hearing just said he has family members who are staying home couples who each get eight hundred bucks in unemployment that's eighty thousand a year if you keep getting to stay home what kind of job blue collar job can you get you know starting out entry level that's anywhere close to that. So it's obvious the federal government, the Biden administration has no problem destroying these small businesses. Again, we've done it for over a year with the, with the lockdowns. And I, I, I don't know how you could expect any person. It's not an indictment of them. What person wants to wash dishes or, or strip on, on a pole or even, you know, whatever bartend waitress or work at a big box store when you can make, 80 grand as a couple to stay home it's madness and i assume every economist knows it every you know serious economic advisor knows it but uh they have a bigger goal and i guess it's to destroy more small businesses we haven't destroyed enough in the last uh whatever 16 17 months we want to destroy them all well i think it was you and i was talking to uh mike geary our friend mike geary yesterday about this which you retweeted i think it was the only in boston account and it listed all the restaurant closures as soon as i did that dave i got people coming and saying they forgot this one and this one and this one that was ugly but the the thing i noticed and just because that's where i used to go boylston street literally the first five on boylston street they're literally next to each other. This wasn't like, this isn't like you got one and then, you know, a block down the other one, another one goes, this is literally like five bars that are right next to each other. Just gone. Like four lease signs. Same way in the five in a row. The financial district is the same way. It's one after another where you go, wow, that's gone too. Oh Jesus, that's gone too. And some of them were on that list, but some weren't. I live near a legal seafood, big and it was good. And it was always busy. It's called legal oyster It's a, uh, Italian legal, and it was very popular and you know very uh, profitable. I assume it's gone. Charlie Baker put a league, a couple of legal seafoods out of business. He put the fours out of business. 
for what I don't know. Again, we talk about the motives of some of these petty tyrants, you know, Cuomo, uh, Whitmer, some of the Newsom. Um, Newsom announced yesterday that they're going to continue to lock down. They're going to continue all these measures because the virus isn't gone yet. He said, I'm going, what? I mean, you haven't done enough damage now that all the vulnerable people, all the old people, the obese people are vaccinated and kids are, are out there, you know, wanting to you know, go back to school, go back to work. You're going to continue this. Why? There's only one reason because you just want control of everything. It's frightening. And hopefully people, you know, have get, get their revenge at the, at the ballot box. But um, that list of restaurants destroyed by Charlie Baker in, in 2020 was not even close to complete. There's thousands, thousands, and some are really profitable and it's mind boggling that they're gone like fours. The fours is a big sports bar near the garden. It was always hopping. You know, the Celtics and Bruins came back and the, and the people started going back to work and they probably walked over. Let's go to the, it's gone. It's just yep. gone. I'm a little shocked that, you know, I'm, I'm sure you got it on Twitter, but I am a little shocked that there isn't more reaction the last couple of weeks about that because, I mean, you talk, you make fun of me all the time. I literally have not left my house for a year and a half, right? So now I'm leaving my house for the first time and I'm noticing all these businesses are gone for the first time. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm walking by seeing for, for lease signs. So I'm, I was figuring we're going to be reading more articles about people, you know, or just seeing more interaction about all these closures, but people aren't really, you know, they did that one tweet, but not, I'm not yeah, and I agree. There. I agree 100%. The damage our government, in this case, our governor have, has done, it's irreparable. These places don't come back. They're going to remain shuttered. I mean, there'll be some people who try to make a go of it because there's great real estate in like the legal seafood near me. Beautiful spot. Someone may try to revive it. But many others, particularly like in the financial district or places where there aren't a lot of people going anymore, <laughs> they're gone. And they're, that thing is in the – and God knows how that landlord, how the guy who owns the building is ever going to rent it again. The destruction is the effects are, 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 are not going away anytime soon. Yeah. And Baker doesn't care. He's not going to end the unemployment. Well, what's, the, what's like the latest little fight, at least on Beacon Hill? It's whether or not they'll extend, you know, if you can do the takeout drinks and stuff like that. And the liquor stores are fighting. You know, they want that taken away because it's dangerous as if, no, like underage people can't right. buy booze. from Outdoor dining. I mean, why would you ever end outdoor dining? I mean, these people. Give them whatever the fuck they want. However <laughs> long they want. These, these people. I mean, these are hardworking people. These restaurant owners. These people who work there. I agree. Give them anything you can to keep them alive. It's amazing. I swear to you, there's this mindset, these big government people, these tyrants, these liberals, these bakers and Cuomos, they really, their heart is with, you know, the, the big box stores. They, they want to destroy small business and help big business. They want to help Walmart and Target and Applebee's and McDonald's and destroy the neighborhood pubs and the, yep. the neighborhood uh, stores. They don't care about those people. They have this, this, this globalist mindset where the little people are really irrelevant. The, you know, kids in school are irrelevant. The shop owners, the bar owners, restaurant owners are irrelevant. They have a big picture in mind and that's to help big business it's frightening on that, on that issue and i know it's like a small one but it's like the liquor stores in general and i know those are small business owners too that own these stores but like who who benefited during the last year and a half i know liquor stores did you know, <laughs> and, you know it's amazing 
And I think history will look back and laugh or look back and mock us when you think that liquor stores were never closed and churches in some places are still closed. You know, yep. you could go to a cannabis dispensary and next door is a church and that's shuttered. You can't go, can't have a service, so they're going to arrest the pastor. But you can go get your weed. <laughs> it is the decisions that our corrupt leaders made are going to not be viewed favorably in the eyes of history. I mean, I don't know every word of the Constitution, but I'm pretty sure you have a constitutional right to practice your religion. I don't know that there's anything in the Constitution about weed dispensaries. Uh, it, I mean, everything should be open now. The whole idea, and I'll say this, and I know you want to talk some hockey, and so do I, because I watched hockey. I don't want to talk last, about hockey ever again. <laughs> you do whatever you want. I don't give Last a night, and, and, and I give a couple of observations about the uh, Bruin, Bruins uh, Islanders. Your Bruins went down in flames against the Islanders in New York. That crowd felt for the first time, and I haven't watched you know every game of NBA or NHL, obviously, but that's the first time in a year and a half it felt like the virus was gone, but the, the, it was over. The crowd in New York rooting for the Islanders, if they had lost, it could have been their last game in that arena. Yep. They didn't lose. They destroyed the Bruins, but the crowd was rocking. They showed the crowd shots. People are dancing. They're having a blast. It's like when you go from that, and I think I might have watched some news after that and listened to Gavin Newsom talk about, oh, no, we have to be careful. You know, the virus is still, or, or Fauci, I'm going, shut up. We've, we've decided. We're done with you. Did you see that game? Did you see that crowd? Not one mask. In fact, the only mask in the arena was the coaches. Can you explain that to me, Cullen? And you're a big hockey guy. Why is Barry Trotz and, and Bruce Cassidy the only people in the friggin' building? There's 20,000 people. Explain to me the logic behind having the coach and the assistant coaches behind the bench with masks and nobody else. I, the wish, whole I, I wish I could do it for you. I don't, I, I have no explanation, I guess, because they're the closest to the money makers, the players, but that's the only thing. The but. Players are all healthy. They're vaccinated or if they're not vaccinated, they're young, they're healthy. They're not sick. They're tested. They're negative. It looks so stupid. Take the freaking mask off, Barry. You get fined if a coach doesn't wear a mask. It's just so absurd. Anyway, you look at the crowd and you say, that's the way it used to look in this country before they locked us down and filled us full of fear and Fauci lied to everybody and, and all these governors just clamped down and said, you can't live your lives. That's over. That is absolutely 100% over whether they open up, you know, ball pits or concert venues or not. People are living their lives and it's a wonderful thing to see. And it's, you know, hockey season goes on in New York and in, you know, Tampa and a few other places. It's over in Boston, which is too bad because of all those restaurants we just mentioned yep. that didn't get enough of a, of a season. You know, they got nothing from the Celtics and very little. Yeah, you can almost, I mean, not that, not that uh, it would have been easy anyway, but you can almost blame the, the closure of the garden for something like the fours, at least closing, right? Like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that. again, that's the fault of the governor. He didn't follow the science. He followed Fauci. He followed the panic, the panic porn, he followed the Boston globe. And now we look back. I can't imagine. I mean, you and I were in the Legacy Club. They closed it down. We had to go home. And, you know, they shut them down for, I don't know what it was, four or five months. Uh, uh, we're fine. We're doing fine. Hell, you're doing fine. You just got your dream job. And we can 
you can give us an update on that. Yeah, but, I hung up with I hung up with him yesterday. It, was, it seemed like it's going to be a dream. Yeah, <laughs> so I told you you get some free clothes. That's true. I did. I just got a sweatshirt. It wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah, these guys picking out like twenty five things. It was. You didn't wild. pull a Dino where you go in and you get the you back in the 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 dump truck and you just no. fill the thing. You know, not my style. Get some for style. you know dad on Father's Day. Get something for you know Uncle Jimmy and uh, no. Um, but I can't imagine being a store owner or a restaurant owner knowing the governor destroyed your life and then watching the updates that you know. There was no, you know, the fear of transmission among young people. Uh, they, they, you know, the, the states like Florida did better than the lockdown states. So if you had a restaurant or a store, and it's gone because of Governor Baker or Governor Cuomo or Governor Whitmer or Newsom, and you know that if you were in Florida and Texas or no Tennessee, you'd be fine, beyond fine, you'd be thriving. The only reason you're gone is because of the overreaction of the fool in the governor's office. That's it. It's not the virus. It's not the pandemic. It's not illness. It's not spread of it. Nothing of that. That doesn't matter. We see in Florida, restaurants are fine. Stores are fine. All these, you know, strip joints are doing fine in Florida. A Venus, Mons, Mons, Venus, whatever it's called is fine. If that's in Boston, if that's in New York, it's gone. The only reason thousands and thousands of small businesses are out of work, out of business, is because of the government and the insane overreaction to the lies told by people like Fauci. Now we know he didn't follow the science. He followed the politics. And again, I made a long list the other day of things he lied about, masks and shutdowns and lockdowns and you name it. The big one is funding the lab, the lab in Wuhan. So the guy who did that sent money to Wuhan, lied under oath about it to Congress, ruined your life. If you're a, ruined your business, if you're a restaurant owner or small, you know, dry cleaners, I have three dry cleaners in my neighborhood that are gone. And, you know, they'd be fine if they were in Florida, they would be fine if they were in Nashville, but they're in a lockdown state with a, with a tyrant for a governor. So they are gone. It's sad, and I don't think anyone's going to look back favorably and say, gee, he was looking out for us. He was, he, thank goodness he flattened the curve. Can you believe that they told us 15 days to flatten the curve, uh, whatever it is, 500 days ago? It's just amazing. It is the most scandalous thing of all our lifetimes, and we're never going to hear the end of it. The rest of our lives, there'll be stories like the latest about Fauci or about hydroxychloroquine and how they were wrong. The people making the decisions were wrong, and the people who paid the price were not these bureaucrats. God knows Fauci hasn't missed a check. Chris Cuomo hasn't missed a check. Gavin Newsom, they haven't missed a check or a, pay, you know, a pension payment. None of that. It's the people who sweated and toiled in their small businesses, in their restaurants, who suffered. But anyway, let's. Uh, I got other things to get to, but I want to just get an update. Everyone wants an update every day. They're, every day they're amazed that we start this uh, little thing in the morning, and there you are, Colin, and you haven't bailed on me yet. Nope, not till not till the final days will I bail on you. Which we and uh, you had a, a meeting with your new boss. Yes. Who, by the way, uh, called me last night and, and told me I had permission to use his name because he asked me to not use his name anymore. Oh, okay. A year ago, not a year ago. Uh, yeah, look. Well, we censored something. He's mad. He said it on his show that we censored something. And he's still mad about it. 
censored? Yeah, we deleted something when he got all upset. And you, I think you were protecting him in some way or something. I forget. Yeah. You don't remember? Not really, but yeah, it was a long time ago. I, I actually don't remember all the context either, but yeah, I yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a reason. I'm sure we were just, you know, trying to, trying to not, to, we don't want to be a trigger. We don't want to be a trigger, but, uh, you're going to New York next week. Yes. Yes. So we got to pre-record. You go by yourself or you bring your whole crew? Nope. Going by myself and uh, meeting with a bunch of different people quickly. So it should just be an information gathering session. You know me. I'm a people put person, Jerry. That's what it is. I'm sure you'll do fine. There. Well, you're right. You'll, uh, you'll be in there on your you knees. seen me and Bill that. from Milton's yesterday. I mean, the chemistry between me and a guy like Bill from Milton's of all people. I, I, I don't mean, know this. I don't know this guy. Who is this, Bill? I don't yeah, know you him. know this guy. You what know. What look like? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, I don't know. What's his last name? He misses you, okay? He misses you. He said that. I'm not familiar, but when you get to meet PFT commenter, what are you going to say? Just because a big fan, big fan, big PFT, big fan. Nice to meet you. Everybody's all. Everybody's a little too dramatic here. All right, let's calm down. I think you'll do a great job. Personal, you're personable, and you smile, and you you look good. You got your hair frosted and everything else, and you beard trimmed, and they're going to like you. They're not going to realize what an idiot you are right away. So you'll fool them. I have no doubt you'll fool them, and Let's face it, all producers are kind of stupid. That's why you're producers. So they're not expecting some genius to come down there with all these brilliant ideas. They're just expecting you to be part of the team and show up every day. And you do that. So this is a great, yeah, this is a great pep talk. I really appreciate it going into a new gig. Yes. I have not. I've been nothing but supportive. I yes. couldn't be more supportive. Yes. People, people are asking me, stopping me in the street saying, why'd you let him go? Why'd you let you know Kirk steal him? It's a, dumb, it's a dumb move. It's, he, they're right. It's a dumb move. You don't let talent like this. This, is a generation, this is a generational talent here. You don't let a guy like me go. You just don't. It's just not a smart play. Well, we'll find out in four months when you call me and say, you know, can, can I come back? I, I thought it was back. a gimmick. I thought it was a gimmick and Kirk just joking, but literally like dead serious yesterday at lunch. He's like, do you think this is going to last? Like I'm putting it at Labor Day. Like, legit, he doesn't think it's going to last. So, hey, listen. Well, I think it's credit. Yeah, it's taking a shot right there then a little bit, you know? Because I know what you're going to go through, and I think I think you can take it. I mean, I don't know if that's a compliment, but you'll take a beating. You'll you'll be you'll you know, you'll be like I have, to, know, listen to, I have to listen to Turtle Boy every Thursday. I think I mean, that, talk about a beating. My god. Hey, stayed awake today. I give him credit. Usually he uh, gets a little uh, you know, we see him nodding off, but he stayed awake today. I never even got to his he has a great post. It's kind of, you know, uh, a lot of, it's, it's, it's a serious topic, put it that way. It's not a lot of laughs, but he gets into the critical race theory, which obviously is a big story these days in Boston, how it's infiltrated Boston public schools, infiltrated the school committee. We know the Boston Globe is in the tank for this kind of radical teaching, but he, uh, some uh, city council, uh, school committee people got caught talking about white people uh, thinking they were off camera, off mic. It's a really good post. Go to tbdailynews.com and read about uh, your kids. And like I said, for you, Colin Ann or Turtle Boy, I feel bad because you're going to be fighting this fight every day if your kids are in public school. And now that you work for Barstool and you're going to make a lot of money, you should put them in Catholic school. Oh, you do, you know me. I just go along to get along, whatever they want, critical race, whatever, everything. Go, 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 bro. Tell your wife yep. that they should immediately look into, you should look immediately look into the local. Uh, it doesn't have to be when they're, you know, six and first grade or six years old, but you're going to end up sending your kid to Catholic school. They don't spend a lot of time, you know, teaching them the 
the Catholic doctrine. They just keep them away from this insanity that's poisoning the minds of young people. And you're not going to like it. Even you, who's a dope, you're not, when your kid comes home and starts telling you, you know, teacher says we have three years left before climate change kills us all. Dad, what are you doing drinking, uh, you know, out of a disposable cup with a plastic straw? You're going to kill us. You're going to go, what? Where did you hear that? And then they're going to come home and say, why are we white? White is bad. White is bad. You know, white people are oppressors. Uh, why, why, you know, why, why do, you know, we, we, our ancestors killed uh, and kept people enslaved. You're going to go, who taught you this? Who told you this? You are going to look into the local uh, Catholic school eventually. You might as well start now. I mean, if I'm going to be out of a job by Labor Day, maybe I'll just start homeschooling my kids. Don't I like? Wouldn't yeah, I? Seem to I'm you not be- sure that's the best idea either. Usually, if you're going to be the homeschool teacher, there's one you have to be able to read. And True. I'm not sure you know, you're I a little bit Yeah, I can try to put math. some in there. Math. I mean, you could teach them some technical stuff, but can you do math? Uh, I don't. Well, speaking of math, actually, I just did some math in my head quickly, and I was looking at the pay-per-view buys because I asked you yesterday, "What do you think the Mayweather Logan Paul fight did for pay-per-view buys? Buys a million buys for that fight." And, that, and to put that into any t- like to compare that to something, the Tyson Fury, the latest fight that had like a crazy amount of promotion. This one, I don't even think really did. To be honest no. with you, I mean, it seemed like a joke, and it was yeah. a joke. But yeah, Tyson Fury fight. I forget who we fought, but eight hundred thousand buys. So this with nothing. Did two hundred thousand more buys than a And yeah. what was it? Sixty bucks? Fifty bucks? Fifty bucks. Mayweather took home fifty percent of the buys, <laughs> and I think he got at least thirty million. Uh, Don't you feel too. silly if you? That's fifty million dollars they grossed, and half yep. of it. Don't you feel silly putting that kind of money in the pockets of a total scumbag like Floyd Mayweather? I mean. You should. You should. You knew it was going to be a joke. You knew it wasn't going to be a real fight. And shame on all the celebrities. Who yeah, but he's an entertainer. I, I, I get like, well, if you want to attack an entertainer, was it entertaining? Well, he's, I mean, he's, his shit talking is entertaining. It's the lead up to the fight that gets you, don't you think? Like his, his shit talking and his and me. I, I mean, I'm telling you, if it were free on H or on whatever, on Showtime, oh, you would not have watched. You absolutely would have watched it if it was on TV for free. I mean, maybe I would have watched to mock it, but Jesus. I don't know, $50 million in their pocket. What, what, um, so this is a new thing, right? There's going to be more celebrities. Chad Ocho Cinco. No, no, no. This isn't a, like, this is the thing now. Like, there is no such thing as boxing anymore. This is yeah. boxing. It's going to be celebrity boxing type stuff. That, in my opinion, and, and, that's going to sell at least. It's going to be celebrities that you don't like, like Jose Canseco or maybe Chad Ocho, and you're going to want to tune in to see them get their ass kicked. Yep. But we learned. In this fight, that part of the deal is you don't get to kick. The, I mean, Floyd Mayweather could have unloaded on Paul, correct? Um, yes. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of kind of conspiracy theories. He carried him. He carried him, no question. If he just unloaded on him, he knows he could have hurt him. But that's not what they wanted. It's it's You got ripped off. If you gave 50 bucks to that scumbag, you should be ashamed of yourself. But anyway, I'm glad you had a good time at your uh, big uh, lunch meeting. And we'll talk about when you're going to New York and when you're, you know, calling in sick next week, so you can go uh, uh, take care of business. Well, you got to hide. What's the producer update on your front? Where are you at? I hung out with a possible one yesterday, so yeah. there was no, you know, no, no punches thrown or anything. It was He's all good. He's very good. He's very smart, but uh, we got an issue. You know, yep. he lives. He lives far away. That's an issue. Yep. And I think 
to be honest with you, Colin, I think Kirk likes him more than he likes you. So I mean, it's definitely, good. yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. I don't, I don't doubt that for one second. Actually, but I'll, I'll give, I'll give Kirk credit. He left this up essentially. He made, he allowed the mini fans to make this call, and they picked you. So congratulations, <laughs> <He went from laughs> congratulations, fans. you win. Win. I won that. Yeah, win the crowd, win your freedom. That's what they yeah, said. That's what yep. you did. You yep. won the crowd, and you won the job, and now you're part of the Barstool family. And I congratulate. Once I'm sick of talking about. It. All right, good for you. It's you better than, you it's made better it. Than, uh, it's better than kissing Turtle Boy's ass. It sounds. You better. made it. You made it. All right. Um, we appreciate. It. Uh, thanks to Turtle Boy, and thanks to uh, DCU and Allied Paving and Shea Concrete. Don't forget Saturday morning. 8 to noon in Amesbury, big job fair, lots of jobs, a great company. If you don't like your job, you're looking for a better job, or maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you're sitting home collecting. Uh, if you're in Massachusetts, you could be doing that, collecting your unemployment. Um, get off your ass. Get to Amesbury Saturday, 8 to noon, and see if there's a job for you. I'm thinking about doing it. I mean, it's a good company, good benefits. They, the big, the home, uh, the main office, the main building has a great gym in it. They take care of their people. And great hats, by the way. So good luck uh, with the job fair on Saturday. Uh, that will do it from here. Anything else, Cullinane? That is all. That is all. We're out of here. We went way again for the 20 millionth time. We went way over our time limit. Oh, so congratulations yet again. Uh, we're getting close. The goal was 4,000 reviews by the time you were gone. We have a few more days. We're close. I think we have 40-something to go. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, please. Five-star would be nice. That stuff matters. If you haven't done it in a long time, do it again. Do it again. Oh, Tell you, me. I know how many people listen to this podcast. You're a really bad person if you hear this right now and don't leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll just put that out there right leave now. A review. You, you can leave a review of, of Cullinane's. Uh, how long has it been? Seven, I don't know, 18 months of that we've been doing this. Wow, it's been that Leave long. a review of his performance on his final days. Say goodbye to him, whatever. But go to Apple Podcasts. I want to get to four thousand reviews and leave a uh, a rating too. Hopefully, it's a it's a five But you know, do what you got to do. All right, we appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again real soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast, the most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight, this is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy, it's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us, we don't do interviews, we do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill, we drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week, as long as you're having fun as our guests. Speaking of guests, each week I'm gonna go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's
all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey. There's a kinship between hoopers and rappers. From 30 for 30 Podcasts and The Undefeated, this is The King of Crenshaw. Hustle and motivate. I mean, if that ain't like the ethos of being an elite athlete, I don't know what is. Nip was my superhero. For us, it was all about how we could better our city. Life is really a marathon. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.